0: back to another episode of the WASD and Beyond Podcast. I am your host, Nick. And this week, Evan is gone doing whatever the fuck he is doing. I don't know what he's doing. I never know what he's doing. Let's get into our plugs and intro, and I will introduce our guests. So this week's sponsors, as usual, and I am stuttering for no fucking reason. I never stutter unless I have guests on. It's wonderful that I do this. Our sponsors are Doc Longy and Final Boss. Check them out. They both have drops right now. Final Boss is doing Mortal Kombat. Doc Long, he's got a tie of the creator shirts and a Sopranos t-shirt. Don't miss that shit. If you do, it, I don't know why you missed it. There's literally a code in our server for you to get them. We are a part of the Spawn Camp Network. We are with us, Diggity Podcast, Build Bros, and OBO. Check that all out. Join the Discord. It's free. No paywalls. Have fun. Let's get into it. Guys, <laughs> please introduce yourselves. I am just stoked. I've been stoked since we started the call. We can start with whoever. I don't care who. But introduce yourselves please what team are you part of and who are you guys go for it hannah
1: i'm <laughs> hannah uh i'm the 2d art lead at fear Effects. um i do all of the character concept art and working on the ui and the menus and the graphics and the logo and all that stuff
0: and
2: i'm Corey, and i do level design and 3D models and 3D art and anything else I can get my hands on.
1: And leads the team too.
0: And you, I'm sure you're very tired. I'm sure you're both very tired. We were talking like <laughs> right before before the show started, and they were both explaining like how they're <laughs> you both have full time gigs, right? Like actual full time jobs. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole team. The your entire team at FearFX squared.
2: Yeah, they, essentially, pretty,
0: yeah. pretty
2: much everybody works full time.
0: Dude, no, I can barely work my job as is, <laughs> and then get enough time to do the podcast. Let alone trying to make sure my wife loves me still, and my <laughs> son doesn't feel abandoned. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it's, it's like a teeter totter effect. I've there. got three kids and a
2: wife. I I feel your pain.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> let's quite, let's get right into it. What is Fear Effects squared? What makes your guys's team? your team opposed to like another indie dev team, right? Like what makes you guys different and what is fear Effect squared?
2: Um, well, we are a small studio of roughly eight developers currently. Um, well, this team has grown. So we started very small. It was only me and one other person about three years ago. And, um, and then that evolved well we went back and forth between different devs in the early days before we finally slowly got to a solid team of devs that you know were willing to work those full-time jobs and still you know sacrifice that extra time you know so it's it's been a long road of of team building and finding the right people you know for for this kind of situation so um as far as the studio goes though and like how it all began, I guess it was about a year and a half ago when I started the studio officially. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's no real catch to it or or crazy. Like, look, hey, I got 3D artists calling me right now in the middle of an interview. <laughs> um, and it would be Carlos. Spidey, <laughs> of all people. <laughs> Should have just let him come do the interview. Um <laughs> uh but yeah um yeah there was no real uh, well there is one catch to it it took us like a month before we decided on the name of debating back and forth right it was like fear fx and then we found out that that was like already a company name (laughs) and then we started going back and forth about that for about a month there was a bunch of different names but we finally all voted on fear fx squared back when that happened for, like,
0: the longest time, when I was trying to come up with, like, the name for the podcast, I was like, all right, what what can I do, man? Like, gaming, gaming, gaming. Um, fuck, let's see. Keyboard, uh, smashers. No, that's <laughs> stupid. Uh, how about, like, mic, mouse commander? I'm like, no. And I was like, dude, I was like, because I primarily play on PC. That's, mm-hmm. like, where my home for gaming is. I was like, dude, just WASD. And somebody's like, and beyond, like, Buzz Lightyear. I'm like, that fucking works. Boom. so it's catchy like, yeah well w- when you find a name that actually works and mm-hmm. feels right it just like pumps everyone that's involved with it up right mm-hmm. so like i'm sure once you guys finally figure out the name it's like ah there you go that's us let's fucking get to work <laughs> now I yeah take our, any credit
1: our, for the, our work
2: for the... our our work and our work in progress title was prometheus
1: that's fun i didn't know so, that
0: you you say Prometheus, I immediately go back to like the alien movie Prometheus. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, I thought. Exactly, too. and it has nothing
2: <laughs> to do with aliens. <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, that's
1: sounds. I, be- epic. I believe
2: that's what our work
0: in work in progress. That was a long time ago, though, so it's kind of all faded. You started you said you started this about a year and a half ago.
2: Uh, the studio, tech game the game we started the game idea started about three years ago.
0: Okay. So with COVID being a thing, did that hinder you guys at all? Or have you guys always all been remote? Because a lot of studios, yeah, indie or AAA, have gotten their asses kicked by COVID when it comes to working.
2: No, I'm always pretty sure. Better. I'm pretty sure I had COVID like three times yeah. like, throughout this process and still work. So right. I'm straight. You're like, pretty I'm sure good. I'm... I'm... Got the kids just... in the background like yeah. coughing and falling to the ground in the background. Just like, I
1: gotta get one more game done. <laughs> <laughs> we've always been remote yeah yeah, we got people all over the place we have like uh what we used to have somebody in the philippines we had uh somebody we have somebody in canada we have like two people in the uk somebody in california somebody somebody in in ohio that's me in uh, (laughs) scotland in louisiana Corey's in louisiana um it's fun it's fun hearing about everyone's experiences in different parts of the world to be honest it's actually really cool <laughs> and does different that, accents
0: <laughs> does that make it easier for you guys to work or is that it in and of itself like a hindrance to you because i can imagine to a degree like trying to get on everyone's like same sleep schedule and like okay shit it's five here but in the uk it's 10 right like you know well, I, here, never, Michigan, I
2: never i right? never had these bags under my eyes for years <laughs> ago <so. laughs> Now, I, everybody's kind of grown accustomed to it. Like Peter, our lead writer, he also works with me in our day job, um, full time as developers for, um, another company. Um, he's just starts his day at noon and then gets off in the evening. Gotcha. Gotcha. So he's, he starts his day when we start our day, essentially okay. in the States. So, gotcha. but it's, I mean, it's, it's hit and miss. I mean, some, some of the devs, uh, like, uh, uh jamie in scotland he's usually up in the mornings when when i'm first getting up around 5 36 a.m or when hannah's getting up that early
1: 5 a.m um, <laughs>
2: and then uh and he'll i don't know he's why usually, he usually cuts and runs right around i don't know two three ish because it's 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 already 8 p.m 9 p.m for some of them guys right you know, yeah they got to start handling family stuff and <laughs> just like that hammering is... the shit down here. yeah yeah i wouldn't so, say
1: it's like a huge hindrance though it's just kind of a little a little thing we have to think about when we're scheduling and when we're trying to all get together and talk to each other for my meetings dream and things, my but... dream
2: is for us all to move to denver colorado yeah and <laughs> to make a little a little a really cool just run out a small studio space where we all develop on beanbags.
1: that'd be amazing
0: and we <laughs> oh, never grow bigger than like 12 it's like a small like almost like google plex where yeah. you guys are just to fucking work in yeah perfect
2: i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind spending the extra money yeah, yeah it'd be totally very... worth it
0: comfortability you guys are all the morale at that point's boosted because you guys got your own fucking studio but that's mm-hmm. the dream though man like you guys are working towards it right like uh, it, it's just sick so with that being said like what made you want to do this though like what made you want to start fear effects and like there are so many fucking studios out there trying to do what you are doing. Right. So like for me, like doing this podcast again, like there's a lot of fucking gaming podcasts. Yeah. So well, I, I mean, I the fuck, I wanted to do this. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, I've like, always,
2: I've always been kind of like an entrepreneur type. I mean, I've started multiple businesses that never went anywhere. Not that this isn't going anywhere. Like, you know, but I've always been the type of person that like, i I have a friend who's like, you got an idea. We got an idea let's get start an llc you know so right. i've always been like that kind of minded um but nevertheless i i was in, i've been in construction for 15 years and i just recently became a full-time dev as a as my full-time job so my dreams are coming true already which is uh, badass that's what i've been i went back to school with three kids when i was in my late 20s and and uh i'm finally kind of landing where i want to be and this is this is the icing on the cake if we can make this happen. So. Just
0: building it all up, right? Like- yeah,
2: yeah. But I mean, as far as like business wise goes, that I mean, with construction, I had multiple employees that worked for me for years. Right. I mean, it's it's just natural for me that in in terms of this, this is always something I've kind of kind of always the way I've been with with these types of things. I'm always willing to bite off the biggest chunk I can take. Right. I mean, take risk.
0: Well, you have to. No risk, no reward. Right. Right. Like, it's it's just daunting sometimes for me to like see a lot of studios start up, right? And then I'm like, okay, this studio is about to do something sick. Where's the fucking product? For you guys, though, it seems like you guys are fired up. Like you guys are running on all cylinders, and you want this to come out. The game that we're going to be talking about very soon, which I'm so fucking stoked. I'm stoked to hear the art process for one and i'm stoked to hear i'm super stoked to hear like how you guys are like putting this all together and what you want this to be and what your story is going to be told because mm-hmm. again i dove deep in some of the stuff that um i was given actually before the episode and you guys are creating like huge lore behind this yeah. fucking project like huge fucking it's so lore much
1: fun. <laughs> so yeah like,
0: it's get and it's only going to get more and more granular as
2: time goes the fir- the closer we get to our playable build so. Yeah. Yeah, Peter's,
0: so, Peter's the man when it comes to that stuff, for sure. Which I am, again, I'm super pumped on that. And like, let's let, let's hop right into the game. Sure. What sure. game are we talking about today?
1: Nightwell Manor.
0: <laughs> fuck yes. A lot of people on Twitter have been seeing us post it around. And uh, a couple of my friends have been like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I don't know, man. You'll see when I interview with these people. They're like, "Oh, dude, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, I know as much as you know. And I will be getting the story when I talk to them. So let's get that story. What is Nightwell Manor, and that—that's gonna be a two-part. I want to know what it is <laughs> and like what started this project. We know Corey's...
1: Go ahead. So it's finished, finished,
0: finished. No, no. We know why you. We know that the studio is founded and started because passion. This is all passion. But this game, what is it, and what brought the idea on?
1: Okay, first of all, Corey's not allowed to answer the "What is Night One Matter?" question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't do oh, it. <laughs> shit. He goes on for way too long. It's awesome, but Corey says it himself every single time. <laughs> but you can answer yeah. the other one because I wasn't involved in actually starting this studio. I came in a little bit late to the party, but I've um, really enjoyed being as big of a part as I can. Anyways, uh, well, uh, <laughs> Nightwell Manor is a, a vintage social multiplayer horror game with a story that is uncovered as you play. Uh, it's match-based, uh, working with four players at the moment. Uh All of what I say isn't completely set in stone. Keep that in mind. We are always open to change, open to different developments as we get, you know, play tests out and all that stuff. So just take it with a grain of salt or whatever. Um, But for players... uh, you have um, mechanics that have to do with uh, hiding from Mr. Nightwell, who will be chasing you around while you're trying to complete tasks. Those tasks include finding evidence um, to uh, play through your scenario that you've chosen. Um, my favorite thing about this kind of setup is that each scenario that you choose uh, matters a lot to the lore that's going on in the actual story. and characters that you play as might have interesting interactions with what's going on in whatever scenario that you picked so there will be voice lines uh that correspond to that kind of thing for example if you see a dead body and you know you're playing a character who sees this dead body has no idea who it is it's whatever oh no so we found somebody and they're dead um but maybe a different character is related to that person somehow and you might get a little bit of a little droplet of lore when you hear that, which I think is a really fun uh, way to kind of deliver that kind of thing, uh, have the players figure it out themselves a little.
0: Dude, that sounds <laughs> fucking sick.
2: All right, let me sprinkle salt on it. Yeah, you Hold do on. That. <laughs> All, right. All right, so I'm about to annoy everybody here. All right, so I'm going I'm to walk you through a match, because that's what I like to do. All right, so when you when you start a match, it's four-player, multiplayer match base. You join a server with friends, um, and then you'll be prompted to choose um, one of the scenarios. You know, Obviously, right now, what we're focusing on is just rolling out our functional first scenario to start testing, getting feedback, and kind of growing it out with our player base that way. Right. Kind of fine-tuning the gameplay and all those things. So we're just focused on one scenario, but once the system's fully functional, Implementing new scenarios to the system is going to be much easier for us in the future. So um, that's that's where our lead programmer comes in really big. But um, basically, essentially, a, a scenario is going to be uh, a, a missing person's case from the fictional town of Red Oak that this all takes place inside of. Um, so that was that was kind of one of the key things uh, to the lore is kind of like how we wrap in all these different... Uh, Persons or peoples from the town of Red Oaks stories to the manor and things of that nature. Um, but essentially what's going to happen is players are going to start in the basement. Um, should I tell them the whole, the whole thing? That's
1: Whatever hard. you want.
2: Alright, alright. So when you join a match, you're going to choose <laughs> yeah. your character in the game room. This, this is on the first floor of the mansion. Um, it's a three-story mansion. Four stories if you include the basement. It has an elevator that takes you between all four floors. It's very vast. It's huge. It's not like a Victorian mansion. It's like a, you, you know, Wayne Manor kind of oh, layout. So it's it's much more open-ended. It's not like super tight corridors and things of that nature. Um, but anyway, you start in the game room. Uh, it's like a pool table, bar kind of vibe, you know, smoky lounge kind of vibe. Um, and there you'll choose your characters, um, and then you'll go over to the bar, and you'll choose a scenario, one of the scenarios. Um, and whatever scenario you're going to pick from, that's what you're going to play. And then the host starts the match and essentially the butler is going to walk in with a box of Nightwell Manor laced cigars. Um, and, uh, when you smoke them, you're going to uh, black out and you're going <laughs> to, you're going to, you're going to get drugged down to the basement essentially, but you're just going to wake up in the basement essentially right. in night and night in Mr. Nightwell's lab okay. And from there is where the actual match begins. and the lab. And the basement, as in, in its entirety, acts as the player's safe, safe hub, essentially. So kind of similar to how you have a safe zone in Left 4 Dead.
0: Yep, absolutely.
2: Between, between each level. It's kind of like your your fallback place. You go down the, the elevator to the basement. You go find new tools that you want to use to help you investigate and do different things to play. Um, maybe heal up or whatever the case is. Kids, I told you, wife and kids are going to come <laughs> in right on time. Mm-hmm. Um, no problem. Um, but essentially from there, uh, after you've kind of gotten all the stuff you need, um, you're gonna start venturing out into the mansion and seeing how far you can explore. Um, nothing's gonna be really scripted or directed, so you're kind of at your own kind of explore explorative will to kind of explore the mansion. So you're kind of just diving as far as you can in the mansion with the time frame that you're given. So right. you're given like an hour each match. So how far you get, how much evidence you can collect in that particular case is up to you and how far you want to push it. But you got to keep in mind that Nightwell is going to grow stronger and stronger as that time gets closer to to that midnight ding. And that's the, that's mm-hmm. that's when Nightwell is going to go into like full manic mode and essentially you're not going to really have much of a, a chance escaping with any kind, any kind of evidence. So you got to really play your cards right and get out of there as quickly as possible. But at the same time, you're wanting to move fast, but it's a very – sneaky style gameplay so you're 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 sneaking around you're hiding you're not wanting to get spotted you you hear the butler coming down the hallway with the cane doom doom where you know where am i where are these guys at you know (laughs) whatever the butler's gonna do we haven't figured that out yet he's there (laughs) menacingly (laughs) But, (laughs) but um we still don't have the voice actor for him yet but we'll see what what we what we come up with for the for the old butler but essentially that's basically how it's going to work you're using these detective style tools along with a few other more traditional tools like you know stuff to build like barricades stuff to you know maybe break things down maybe you know mechanical tools to try to do puzzle style things or mechanical style things or fuse boxes and things like that um so you you know players will have a essentially instead of giving each character a unique ability they go grab a tool and that tool um it's not an ability as much as it's just a tool. It's literally it's what it's used for. So everyone right, here is going to be
0: on level playing ground, then. Yeah.
2: Correct. Yeah. 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 See, so, that is but, sick. But you're working as a team, so it's a team-driven right. game. So like communication is key. Everybody. Very yeah, you need your team. Um, you know, and maybe the person you're the, with the
1: camera is important. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe you're
2: the camera guy of that game. You know, <laughs> so you go grab the camera. We're not sure. We got to do a lot of balancing, like know, whether or not yeah. you could pick up more than one tool or. You know, whatever the case is, um, there's a lot of that stuff that's still we're we're good ways down the road still. Um, But uh, the mansion's been there for quite some time, and now it's I'm polishing the mansion. The game mechanics and scenario systems are kind of getting put into place. So um, characters are coming in. Characters have been there, but we've so there's a lot of backstory to the the (laughs) making of this game. We we actually had a here for it. We had an alpha build over. almost a year and a half ago now. Okay. A fully playable multiplayer build in the old mansion. What? And it was a puzzle. It was essentially a puzzle game. You had Nightwell, the old characters. We redid everything. The entire mm. new mansion, new characters. Half the
1: characters don't even exist anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> they just got scrapped.
2: So when I say we're not in any rush and we're really focused right now, corely on trying to grow our, our just... Following and our and try to get some core people backing the game so we can yeah. get some solid feedback we really want to get involved with the community and uh really start letting them test and see what they like because ultimately we want to go to Kickstarter so yep. we can get funded to do our uh, early access build essentially what we want to release for early access
0: you can um, definitely count on us to be a part of that kickstarter <laughs> you could probably count on a lot of people in my community this game sounds Fucking sick. I'm so glad we did this interview, dude. And <laughs> do <dude>, that. <laughs> fucking.
1: I'm a dude. It's that, fine.
0: That's tight. tight. Dude, this <laughs> is, I don't fucking know. This, it sounds so sick because it just allows for the players to, like, you want to take it slow, but there's going to be this, for me, I'm going to feel anxious the entire time I'm playing. So I'm mm-hmm. going to want to be like, dude, okay, it's fucking the clock is ticking, but I know we need to find more shit but the clock is fucking ticking right? and I want to get we, out of here.
2: Do we split up? Do we stick together? Will we make too much noise in so the track night while by opening this door too fast? Oh my While I'm hiding, can I hold my breath and stay quiet when he passes by where I'm hiding?
0: So that's another There's, game mechanic
2: right there. Yeah. You got- Those are, those are all things that we have planned. It's just, Implementation takes time. <laughs>
0: this is, this sounds like it's going to be amazing. It really does. Like, again, the the, the the multiplayer aspect in and of itself, like you get a lot of games like this, but like far and few between are as ambitious as what you're talking about. Like you see games like Friday the 13th come out mm-hmm. four people versus the monster. And it, that is so overplayed, but that's not what this is at all.
2: Yeah, no, you're playing an AI. You're playing against an AI. I mean, we've had, uh, trust me, there's so many inner talkings. You got to remember, there's there's eight people here that all have ideas, right? And we all try. So it's like, it's like the mansion's there the characters are functional the game has some has some core functionality it's like what what could we do as an a, an additional game mode in the future you know could there be like an among us style game or, or actually more clue. direct clue kind of game yeah. Mode, yeah. but in first person you know what i mean that um, sounds so fun <laughs> yeah like i mean there's oh. there's a lot of things we could do in the future with with the whole the whole game just to if if we find that like just the the core kind of more story driven <laughs> element isn't as productive as we'd like and people want a little more you know fast-paced or a little something that's got a little more snappier replayability style gameplay i mean I, I could definitely see us definitely branching off and adding a, a future game mode in the future maybe right um, i mean we've talked about all kind of crazy stuff We're going like a part one a part people. two part three and, and <laughs> then maybe having person. like a whole town of red oak version of the game where ah, like in the future you know like that's that'd eventually what cool. we lead up to I mean, we've got we've got tons of stuff written, and um, our GDD, we've 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 had to tame ourselves from from, from <laughs> yeah. growing it any any more than where we're at now. I think we're, we're happy like, where oh, we're at where oh, we're at if? with this.
1: <laughs> how many times? It, oh, what if what if we did this? We're like, God damn it! There's it's more, gonna be so hard to more, do this. And more and
2: more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've at, I've been. I, Asked by somebody on in the studio, like, can we just like give one of the players a shotgun, or could there be a zombie? I'm like, guys, no <laughs> we're pushing it too far. <laughs>
0: Where exactly, marketing-wise, who's this, who this going to be marketed to? Is this going to be more of a mature title? Is this going to be a game that like almost anybody can pick up and start going with?
1: um Probably mature, right? Cool. Yeah, I mean,
2: say. I like to I mean, say it would it would be something that we could. Market to you know, eighteen and up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that you know if it has some popularity that you know younger
0: kids might try to pick it up. But I, don't, I guess what I'm really getting at is, is this going to be a fucking violent game that is it's not like a gore fest type um, game, right? So, but like someone like me, I am a bloodhound, especially for games like this. Like if I fuck up, yeah, I want I my mean, character to die bad. Don't so get me wrong, sense. we
2: we we have crazy. Execution style yeah. stuff and awesome. Uh, you know we've talked about executions that are, uh, based environmental, in Environmental. Right? So yeah. like we have a lot of. So uh, it, one of the things you'll notice <laughs> about this game that is similar to Clue is um we have a lot of emphasis on the rooms. Okay. So, so like the tea room, it's a unique room. The game room, the grand foyer, the study. Just right. like include like somebody killed him with the, you know, the candlestick and yeah. in, in the library or whatever it, it <laughs> we de- I definitely like to draw a lot of emphasis to the room. So one of the things we've considered is potential, uh, you know, specific things like in the kitchen, you know, we got the bandsaw, the big meat bandsaw that's in the kitchen on the kitchen, the commercial <laughs> kitchen counter. That's like sweet. that that's actually in one of our old trailers like one of the characters with the old characters was crappy graphics that weren't as good as they are now <laughs> um it was our original initial build don't get me wrong i mean uh you know don't try and was, look for it it was great <laughs> don't it worry was about great it. It, doesn't exist. it was great it was great for back then but you know we've we, we've that's that's why we pushed so hard because we wanted to we wanted to go to that next level that's why it's taken so long i mean right it takes time and visual effects when it comes to that stuff if it's not done right yeah all right you know you're right that have the same effect as like a i don't know what's that that one that i think one of the crisis guys broke away from the crisis team is making by himself ill or something like that
0: oh i think i know what you're talking about where, where like
2: the gore and like yeah like where you don't be expecting that you know we're right, indie devs yeah. like I, as much as i you know love to pull something like that off you know where you know there's... i just
1: i think it's gonna be pretty brutal like it might yeah. not like i don't know um an example something i just thought of is uh i don't know if you guys have played apex before yeah but uh caustics one um uh execution where he just punches you over and over again like that's yeah. just like brutal like there's no blood or anything but it's like oh god <laughs> like, getting in the face yeah times. like yeah. oh it's just rough to <laughs> i'm excited
0: to <laughs> I'm excited to see the rooms aspect because again, we were talking about lore. It seems like that's where the lore is going to kick back in like heavy. Each room's going to have its own specific, from what it sounds like specific lore to the mansion itself. Or the mansion yeah. Rather.
2: So to some degree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how far we're going to push to directly having like, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I... Peter has Easter eggs and lore notes <laughs> go or, uh that he's that he has planned for this i'm not 100 percent sure you know exactly how it may be positioned in a room or how its relation will be to the mansion or some of that those types of things we've talked about because you know tapes or film yeah um, everything's gotta everything's gotta be feasible from the the year 1940 okay one 1941
1: i think yeah i think it's 1941
2: yeah, it's all gonna be feasible from that from that year. So like, the camera I made um, ended up having to put a big flasher on the top of it because we wanted to use like a, a dark room to develop the film and stuff. So when you go up and take evidential photos, you retreat back to the basement and your little your little safe zone, ah, and you go slick. develop up to get your evidence and stuff. We have a chemical we have a chemical crafting station um, mm-hmm. for, for potential puzzles and maybe testing blood. Um, I mean, there's a there's a lot of different things down in the basement that we're we're we plan to have in the early access build. You might not get it in this first when we start testing right away, right. Before, you know, pre Kickstarter and all that. But it's all it's all in the works. So
0: you guys are getting it ready to gear up and go, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now for this game, it's like I said, lore is important, but the art. How important was it? For you to be spot on with the art for this game, because a game like this, like it sounds like art is going to be very important, like the art style of the game is going to be very important to the game itself.
1: Yeah, um, it is super important, and it's also super important because it's in a different time period, so I have to get a lot of things right, and I have Peter to thank for that as well, because Peter um, uh, would give me, like, a little bit of a mood board of what the characters like, and, like, some suggestions of, uh, you know, what somebody like them might be wearing at the time, or, you know, where they're from might matter, and so we would kind of work together on that, and um, And that was, I mean, it's really difficult to know that Like, cause I don't want to screw that kind of thing up, you know, like if if it looks, if it looks like that doesn't belong in the 1940s, then I feel like that's something that people are going to pretty easily realize. It's kind of obvious if something's too modern looking or like, "Mm, that's not something you would wear. Um, And so that was pretty challenging and one of the most important parts, but um, something that I really hope that I can eventually have time to do is to give, uh the character's lore art, um, to just kind of bring them more to life. Uh for example, like Della um is a singer and an artist. And so I would love to have like her performing be in like a painting or something, just so that people can get a good idea. I know Dead by Daylight does this with its characters sometimes and even its um villains or I'm not really sure what they call them, but um no yeah it's extremely important uh and i think yeah like i said mostly because of the accuracy uh issue and also um if there are if there are any specific character design uh lore nuggets you know that are uh, like Easter eggs, kind of. I don't yeah. know if that's the best way to describe it, um, or like you know, like a piece of jewelry that some, that's some it's important to somebody, and you might see that somewhere. I, I don't know that might end up happening, but um, <laughs> that'll be something that's really fun. I, I, just I like how deep it goes in right. in the story, and um, that's really really fun. That's a fun part of character design and stuff for me. So, yeah.
0: Okay, well, great. if the art is this important, then the sound for this game has cool. to be something you guys are really trying to drive home as well, right? Cuz like mm. for a game like this, for me again when it comes to a game like this, I I want to I want I want those footsteps from the butler to be fucking terrifying, right? I want the music <laughs> yeah. to kick in and I want my anxiety, which is already going to be fucked when I play this game. <laughs> like when I played like Outlast, I started sweating profusely on my hands and I was like I'm just done with this fucking game. This game sounds like I'm going to sweat, but I'm going to want to stick it out. Mm. so for like me again the sound right so like where are you guys like how much Mm -hmm. emphasis are you putting on these like sounds butlers the steps the manner itself is it gonna creak is it's what is going on with the sound for this game
2: yeah so there's a lot of all of the above um involved uh there's gonna be a lot of mansion ambience location ambience um edwin is our audio engineer and composer um and he's doing a great job. I don't know if you've heard any of kind of like our theme, our game theme music. Yeah. So he, he makes all those tracks. He does a lot of our sound effects. Again, all of this is going to polish and polish over time, um, before early access. But as of right now, um, he's just working on, uh, a lot of mansion ambience, um, location based, uh, effects. So, you know, we have some creepy, creaky floorboards, dripping pipes, those types of things. Um, we got a boiler. D- I mean, we got all we got like every I'm pretty sure like we jammed everything that you could possibly have in a mansion into this mansion. And like <laughs> there's an elevator, there's a boiler, there's a generator, there's a electrical panel. A there's study. a lot I, of a lot yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Right. Really it's a very fucking mood. Yeah. There, there's a lot of stuff like I.
1: I wanted to mention uh, this really cool. I think is really cool game mechanic. I actually have to give the credit to my mom. She, by herself, totally thought of this. My mom has played games <laughs> before. She played games when I was like ten years old. Whatever they had, they had land parties. They're into it. It's fine. That's Anyways, funny. um, uh, she thought. Oh, are doors gonna be like squeaky and stuff? And I was like, probably. <laughs> and she was like, What if you like had oil as the thing that you could find and make doors not squeaky? I was like, what? <laughs> You're a genius! What? That's amazing. Yep. I have never ever seen another game do that. No, I, I was like, either. that's so good. That is yeah, so, so cool.
2: That is definitely something we are considering is actually being able to find like uh, so various items that aren't tools. Yeah, that could be found like not in abundance, but you know, you search your drawers and things like that. Um, you might find health, but you might also find things like a little squeezy bottle of oil or something, and it has so many squeezes. And if you really need to get in that room, and you're out of that oil, you know, you got to make the noise, get in there, get what you got to get, and then get out before nightwall comes, type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude. So, I mean, a lot of this is gonna have to get balanced, though. Like, as far as like I, I know I mentioned like you know player players collecting. A little bit of maybe material, so they could build out like little small barricades that block off rooms and maybe buy you a little bit of time. Okay. Um, but kind of how the mansion is designed, it's very um, it's open, but not entirely. So like if you're in a bedroom, for instance, like there's one way in and one way out. Right. So if you, you barricade yourself in there. You know, when when the barricade comes down, somebody's getting getting <laughs> getting axed to to try to get past Nightwell or something. Or just, right. maybe you got to play a little cat and mouse in in the <laughs> one of the bedrooms, and then and then haul ass out if you're Mr. Axe
0: from Resident Evil, <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? It, or uh, or scissor the scissor guy from Clock Tower back in the old days. Oh my god, yep. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck um, all that. Yeah, I I love that game. <laughs> that was that that's probably one of my first horror game experiences even before oh, Resident fuck. Evil. Fuck. <laughs> um <laughs> Um but yeah, uh, but some of it is open ended, some of it like the study. I mean you got you got one, two, three and then a stairwell that leads to a catwalk to the second floor of the study in the back. So you got it's open ended. You got four four ways to go you know um but you know and then some rooms are much more closed off like they the game room has a, a little bit of mobility because you have two grand entrances but they're really close to each other okay it's, they're quarter corner rooms in the mansion which we call our unique rooms that go up all three floors and okay. each, each floor has got a different one on each side so we got like a we got a game room on one side we got a team room on the other side we got a gym then we got on the second floor, and then we got on the other side of the second floor, we got the music room with instruments and stuff like that. And then on the third floor, you have our big green room, which is yet to be re- redesigned, but it's going to have – it's going to basically be like an indoor garden. Um, and then on, on the, the third floor on the right side, you got the the observatory. Which has a solar system and <laughs> yes. uh, a big uh, I, I built a I modeled a big mechanical solar system that spins. It's got a lever system to it for puzzles oh, and sweet, stuff. Dude. So you can set like degrees of rotations of the planets and things like that. Um there's all kind of cool stuff. We got a telescope that has some UI elements hooked up to it so you can look out into the night sky. Maybe we can make a puzzle out of that. Um we got tons of stuff to mess with,
0: but so let's get into <clears> puzzles then, because this game sounds like survive but yeah puzzles there will be be puzzles but
2: so the difference between this and where we were with our alpha um a year ago was our alpha was like we 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 were we were kind of calling this an escape room on a grand mansion scale right and it kind of is in a sense but in a a traditional escape room you know you go to a, a building they walk you into the first tiny little room there's books and tables and stuff and Figure your way to get through, unlock the the next little door that leads you in another tiny room. Well, this is more open ended. You're not going to start off. I mean, technically, in the in the early accessors, you're not going to start off just locked in a tiny little room and then move your way to the next room type of deal. You're going to have a lot more free freedom to flow, and you may run into a locked door here and there that you have to figure out a maybe a small puzzle or a mechanism of some sort to get through it. Maybe a fuse that needs you need to go craft a fuse or something like that and go put it in the fuse box, pull the lever and unlock the door mm-hmm. type of deal with some, you know, quote unquote, 1940s tech. It's right. inven- invented <laughs> tech. Um, you know, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We got a We got a little bit of freedom when it comes to those types of things. I mean, it's not going to be like spot on to the T with some of these things because right. there's I, I do want a little bit of leeway for us to have a little bit of fun with it as well. So, oh, you um, have to. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part, like, and, and what Hannah was getting at earlier with, like, uh, the clothing and things like that, same with the mansion. Like, man, digging through endless mm. pages of, of references of different things, like how populated was a room with props in a Victorian-style, you know, manner in that time, <laughs> you know, finding old pictures and just seeing how the rooms were laid out and, and, and just different things like that, seeing how they're, you know, how they decorated and all
0: that stuff, you know? So, for you, Hannah, it's been a lot of a deep dive into that century then. Like, yeah, that seems I, gnarly. Yeah.
1: It's it's interesting, for sure. It's mostly um, with clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, I wouldn't say the whole century. Uh, but I do have an understanding of, like... Um, <laughs> like that it was like a kind of a big deal that a woman was wearing pants you know like that i was kind of like wait i was gonna put pants on uh beatrice and i was like i think that was okay like did, <laughs> what, at what time did, was that like weird for people you know right. uh and and it was like it was um basically partway through like that like quote-unquote movement um and yeah, i you know, saw the, a bunch of em, angsty- women
2: empowerment you know with yeah. the, <laughs> the, the the pants and the the shirt yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um uh but uh yeah it was like i just saw a bunch of like angsty pictures of girls in pants looking down at like cameras with their arms crossed i was like that's pretty cool and um i just i yeah i learned a little bit it was it was really interesting uh um i was just i making characters is like my favorite thing in the world. So it sounds like a blast. It's I or just I love thinking up like their personalities. And I am so like ecstatic. I never thought. That this would happen to have characters that I designed and drew and made concept art of become three dimensional and move around—that <laughs> blows my mind. I like—I've wanted to do that forever, and that's—it's happening, and so that's really sick. Have we
2: Sun's shown the, the right have we have we shown the Butler on a uh... on social media? Yeah, we have on social media. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
2: so you've seen the Butler then, probably, huh?
0: I believe so. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm I'm on your guys's page right now looking the butler is fun i love the butler that see that's yeah, what i'm excited cool. for so what other so you've got the butler
1: uh-huh
0: now uh, what other enemies could we expect is there going to be there's <clears throat> gonna be possibly more environmental enemies or is it going to be more enemies within the manor that we discover
1: well we toyed around with the idea of having a bellman bellman uh in the elevator and he'd just be like this big spooky looking guy who just stood so, there and looked you know, at you
2: you know the tall guy from the Adams Family? Yeah, Lurch. <laughs> Lurch. Yeah. So he'd be like a creepy, creepy Lurch-style guy that just kind of sits in the corner of the elevator and rides the elevator with you everywhere. He, he wouldn't. Do I don't think he does anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just it's be just there. like just, you
1: to
0: ha- <laughs> like have a panic attack a little bit. Right. As you
2: and maybe maybe he holds a lantern or something and then blows it out midway down or something every time just to mess with <laughs> yeah. you. It'd be um, cool
0: if there
1: was some rare animation that would happen and just scare your fucking shit. To- I, <laughs> like, I think we're going to take
2: a cautious approach to how, how much we populate the mansion with enemies of any type. Um, we do have a scare document involved, which I don't want to go into too much depth with, but essentially that drug that, you're, that you that blacked out that was laced in that cigar, Yeah. Um, th- there may be some scare factors built into some hallucinogenic style ah, effects. Scarecrow almost. Yeah, that's sick. Um so, yeah, it, it'll be more on the pop scary side. Uh we've toyed around with some ideas of especially with multiplayer where um where only one player like four players are walking down a hallway but it only shows one player something that they're looking at down the hallway for a second. Um and seeing if that's something we can toy around with as an idea to cause confusion between the team to try to like really dive like fuck, to, fuck, fuck with the mental you know mind fuck yeah, yeah yeah like did you see that did, no what are you talking like, no, about dude, I, yeah i didn't see fucking anything right, so i'm like i was like we got to at least try something like this and that see if sick. it has that same effect that it might have like in the real world or something like that even though that's you know obviously not real worldly but like you would expect in like a movie or something but um uh so things like that but the butler essentially you know uh to not give too much away nightwell essentially is a, a mad scientist doctor surgeon yep. you know of of that type um a lot of what the manners help the people that work for the manor are kind of made up of um if you've ever seen the movie get out yeah okay so you know how they're all kind of wishwashed yeah okay so that's kind of where a little bit of the idea of of the the people uh, you know the the different people that work for the manor will kind of have going on. That's cool. Essentially, um and we want to tie some of that into some of the intro sequences, and whether or not we expand into actual physical AI that play in the match with you some more, um that's two to be determined. But again, I want to start with just Nightwell, the butler as his extra set of eyes. Yeah, he creepily walks around the mansion. If he spots you, you get too close to him or something like that, he'll ring the bell for Nightwell or hail hail Nightwell to his position or something and give your give your position away type of deal maybe um maybe he can hold you for Nightwell if you get too close to him those types of things or, or maybe knock you down and then maybe you know we, we've talked about like breaking up interactions with the killer yeah um so your friends have to help you you know like if he grabs you or something like that you know or Nightwell grabs you he's about to perform an execution after like a five second countdown or something if you don't break it up, type of stuff. So those types of things we're uh, we're trying to get in the works right now. Um, there's a lot. I mean, all of this takes so much time. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, oh, that's how what I was much about to ask you time all of this takes. Like we're right now, we're working with one our lead programmer, Dave. Yeah. He's uh, he's great, but yeah, we. Praise, praise Dave. I, praise I, feel, Dave. I, feel, I feel bad for the amount of work that he does. It's
1: crazy. Our Lord and Savior.
0: All yeah. hail Dave.
1: Yes. Now,
0: <laughs> I was about um, to ask you, though, about your process with the manner itself and mm-hmm. the game. So yeah, what, are you de- what engine is this game going to be running on? And what exactly for you yourself has mm-hmm. been a challenging experience with this manner? There's a lot going into this game. There's a lot going in with this manner, mm-hmm. so w- let's start with what are you developing this in? Oh,
2: Unreal Engine five. It started in Sweet. four, and then uh, we started, I think, in like four point two four or four point two three, something like that. Okay. Um, and then it evolved all the way up, and I was super excited for five, and we made the jump. Um, it hasn't been all rainbows, as you know, the UE five videos would have you would show you yeah yeah it it definitely it's not anything like we were i was expecting so lumen we're not able to really take advantage of lumen right now which is their new lighting system fully dynamic lighting like at all times since the mansion is not an exterior setting there is a backyard there's a huge courtyard with a a maze and remember i told you the doggy graveyard and all that stuff back there we have the uh we have the servant quarters. It's a whole other building in the backyard as well. It's very big. Um, but lumen just since we have probably I don't even know how many lights, but our light builds take a long time. <laughs> right. Um, an ungodly amount of lighting. Um, so lumen so far just does not. It's not needed. It's not helping our cause at all. Gotcha. Uh, it's not making our game any more performant. It's making it less <laughs> performant so um so baked lighting for now with some scattered dynamic lighting here and there um i might have got sidetracked there what was the question again
0: what's been the most (laughs) challenging part to design this manor the outside the interior at like like what has been challenging for you
2: for me uh so far uh lighting level design's been fairly fairly straightforward um i use i am i've i've probably got close to four thousand unique three d models that I've modeled for the mansion for the game itself, but I still use you know i i don't use all original models so I'll, if i find a a good pack where I can get some good trim work or something like that but you'll you'll know right away when you walk through the game um that there's a lot of unique assets in the game oh awesome. uh, uh but i do. I do occasionally, you know, I'll, I'll mix it up. I'll, if I find something I really like that's fitting for the times a Victorian era style, something a lot of times what I do is I'll, I'll, I'll do my own edit to the model or something like that. Um, mess with the mesh, make it unique a little bit, change the textures, something like that. Right. Um, and all in the sake of trying to save time ultimately, right. but, uh, and then sometimes, I mean, like, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not the, I'm not, freaking the og superstar 3d modeler either so if i want <laughs> if i want some really nice looking shit i'm gonna put it in my fucking game I'm, i'll be the first person to tell you that oh um, dude, i get it yeah so um but yeah i mean i i love level design i just love i mean i come from a construction background so naturally that was just like what i what i went towards it just felt natural for me like i'm looking at i look at a room and i'm like telling you like yeah it's that's eight foot. Those baseboards are probably <laughs> eight or ten inches tall. You know that crown mold is blah blah blah. You know that case that's opening cool. is probably about four or six feet. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I—that's I, the type of stuff I look at. But uh, when when I went to redesign the mansion, my biggest reference, uh, I'd seen a video of Hitman Three's Manor level. Yes. And I went door I was like, holy shit, this is I want these big tall ceilings and these big openings and these big glass doors, like I'm making this, right? And I just I went in and started busting walls out and opening things up, building big catwalks that overlook first floors and stuff. Like I really opened the manor up. So it's much make
0: it feel larger than life almost. Right. Yeah. It's so awesome. like
2: when when you watch that uh that uh that study video, you can really get a good good example of that.
0: Oh yeah. And Hannah yeah. for you though. What has been the most difficult part about the art of this game for you? If any at all, for either of you, really. You know, like this is your guys' baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the difficulties are either there or they're not, right? they are always going to have rough patches. But yeah. again, for you, what's been the most difficult part about the art?
1: <sighs> well, uh, I loved doing the characters. That was. I don't wanna say like easy because there's obviously challenging parts of that, but that was really fun for me. And so it was right. easier for me to get through. But um, the uh, the UI is difficult. Uh, that's what I've been spending a lot of time on currently and most recently. Um, I just, uh, like I, I went to the university um, for uh, graphic design. And because of that, I did like website design um which also i did for uh nightwell manor fear effects uh and i also uh had a ui class and um I like I I've went into it thinking oh, I'm going to have such a, a good time because I have played games for my entire life. And I'm very familiar with, you know, technology and how all this stuff works. And it wasn't specifically for games. I was making an iPhone or whatever, but I started doing it. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to think about so many different things. I didn't make a back button, you know, like <laughs> I, that I, I need a settings thing like you don't think about all of the different parts that go into creating a UI and and how you like you have to manually <laughs> and and uh, put these things in there and then you have to find a place for it. And it's like, oh, well, what makes sense? And I had to do a lot of like research into uh, for gaming specifically where does this stuff go where does it make sense to be uh how how does a game ui usually flow like and a good ui you don't realize it's really there because it's so easy to navigate and so i every time i thought about like oh what's a good ui that i've experienced i can never remember it because it like (laughs) you know (laughs) because it's so easy you don't you don't think about it when it's easy for you that's the whole point right Um, tell you and so that was uh that's been the hardest thing so far probably um as a whole of all of the 2d uh work that i've been doing um yeah that was really (laughs) yeah that's it
0: oh man it sounds like you guys have created something truly special here as a team like I remember when Phasmophobia came out. I'm, I'm sure you guys. Don't want, I'm not comparing your game to Phasmophobia, but I remember when this game came out, right? And mm-hmm. oh, I'm a fan. You see a game like that come out, created by a, a smaller team. And you're like, cool. I'm gonna check this out. And then for a while, there's not a huge amount of buzz. But then one day, one fucking day on Twitch, everybody is playing Phasmophobia. Yeah, Everybody didn't some stream like,
2: major it? streamer pick it up one day
0: yep. out of the blue? And it just blew, blew to it just high heavens. Blew up. I mean, Among Us was out for how long? Before that game, everyone's like, oh, that one game? Yeah, I guess we'll try it again. And everyone's like, oh, this is actually really fun and funny. <laughs> and we can make a meme out of this. Here it is. But like with this, it just seems like this is going to be like the next scary game to me. With everything that you guys got in it. like To play with friends. Where it's just going to be like this fucking experience. And I am so... So stoked for this! Um, yeah. It Makes me so
1: there, happy
0: to hear that. <laughs> it it it, just, it's, it sounds awesome. Is there anything before we kill the show off tonight that you want the community to know that you want everybody out there to know about your game? And I, I guess the final question is: When can we expect an yeah. alpha or beta of this game? It's a loaded
1: question.
2: <laughs> All right, so. The one thing I will say is please join our Discord or follow our Twitter. We have a link tree there, and you can join our Discord to stay with the most up-to-date news about the game. Um,
1: we post little dev updates in Discord, yeah. like just short stuff if you guys are interested in that kind of thing mm-hmm. that's not really worth an entire Twitter post, but right. is interesting <laughs> yeah, that, for some people. Yeah,
2: people and if people are chatting in there with us, we'll shoot the shit yeah. with them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd rather hang out and develop in there than our actual server if we can you know if people are chatting or not um but uh yeah i i'm not gonna give you a definitive deadline on that i could tell you it's coming soon hopefully in the next (laughs) two months maybe um before we could possibly start getting rough rough testing Rough right. guys, R O U G H. <laughs> Don't Capital. expect the world. R U F F. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be very early. Things are going to be very whack a moly feeling. So just expect that. That's, and we're not releasing this game until it's ready. That just know that as well. So good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. We're not trying to shoot for early access, steal people's money, and never develop anything further. Like that's never.
1: i've burned
2: i've burned too many brain cells in the last three years for this not to go all the way like exactly uh, you could just ask my wife back there (laughs) (laughs) pulling her hair out too i'm sure yeah so it's a lot um so i my intentions
0: are good for this game awesome and again what do you guys want your community to know though like your community and people who are listening to this episode right now like what do you want them to know like we've talked a lot about this game, but is there anything else you really want to get
2: to drive? uh, Well, do we want to talk about the, uh, the art competition coming up, Hannah? Or, uh, Oh, please do. Oh
1: yeah. Um, so we are, uh, going to announce, um, at some point soon, TBD, uh, that we're holding an art contest. And the coolest part about this, um, Is that the uh, grand prize, um, or maybe multiple prizes? A lot of grand prizes. um, Perhaps. (laughs) Uh, But, anyways, uh, you might be able to get your artwork inside the manor somewhere, actually, in game. Um, We
2: have have tons of wall real estate. Yes. Like (laughs) thousands of square feet. And we thought it would be the coolest way to fill that up than with. Indie artists
0: and
1: yeah,
0: people from the community. I mean, people from the community is essentially what's going to drive this game with you guys. Definitely, it's awesome that that's where your guys' heads are at. Because I've I've talked to people before, man, that are doing this, and their heads are just fuck them. I'm working, whatever. And you guys are like, fuck them. No way. Like they're with us. (laughs) Let's get this shit out there. That's. We do
2: we do have some cool stuff coming up that we're planning. I can't really speak much on it. Um, It's not in relation to playing the game per se, but it is lore related potentially. Um, That's coming to social media to a social media platform near you Um, (laughs) soon. I can't really speak on it because it just in the overall point of it is secretive in nature.
0: That's sweet. So hey man. It, whole something game. something game. for social
2: media people to uh have fun with on social media to say ah, um, a bit of a hunt like can you,
1: can't even talk about it without spoilies <laughs> <laughs>
0: then we won't so. go into it so we don't ruin that on my show i have a tendency of bringing people on my show and they say things they're like oh broke you please edit that on like oh <laughs> man so i will not trap you guys into a corner
2: but yeah, we have plenty of content coming. Like we're rolling out stuff every week in terms of just stuff to social media for for people. Um, we're always hitting our marks on on Saturdays, um, screenshot Saturdays, whether it's a video, a new a new render video, or just uh, a new room. So we're just basically going room by room and showcasing the mansion every awesome. week. Um, and we've got plenty of stuff lore related and art related coming, just to kind of steadily keep everybody going on about the game until, you know, we start rolling out some actual gameplay footage and things like that, you know. And start testing, you know. So testing's coming soon though. It's we're really not that far out, at least from our preliminary early, early testing. It's not gonna be everything I described, like and it's full, trust me. It it's 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 gonna be allocated to a to the basement essentially. Like the whole mansion's there, but as far as like we're wanting to test a lot of our core mechanics in the basement in a confined area. With a small version of the scenario system, um, dude. Oh, it's going to yeah. be very, yeah. very, very. It's gonna have. It's gonna need some polish, so just be prepared. <laughs> well, uh, I
0: cannot wait for that, and I hope I get to test out in the basement if yeah. I am ever so lucky. The, the more,
2: I'm the merrier,
0: y'all. Come
2: excited. on in and and come check it out.
0: So. Oh, dude, I would love so to. Uh, this this sounds like a blast from the minute you guys started talking about the game and dove a little deeper into it. I'm hooked. I'm ready for fucking Nightwell Manor. Like, and I hope everyone else is, too. Thank you guys so very much for coming Thank on to the you. WASD and Beyond podcast. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Is there anything you guys want to plug before I get all of my nonsense plugs out of the way? Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find the game? Let's plug. I'll put the Discord in the description of the episode, but if you guys want to tell everyone where they can find uh, your art, where they can find everything, let's hit it. T-
2: Twitter, uh, Twitter at at fear fx two
1: yes that is correct
2: fear That's... fx number two the two
1: yep that uh that our twitter has our link tree which has everything else on it so if you can make it to the twitter you can make it anywhere yeah the um, website
2: our website's uh fearfx2.com too so. awesome yeah. um, or you can actually type in com. i think we own that domain as well so oh yeah i haven't Tried it in a
0: while, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I may be lying. I may the not website, be the out. website works, but the and extra domain, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, is, is yeah. there anywhere anyone could find your art, Hannah? I don't know if you wanted to plug. Yeah, that
1: I, I, well, I have an Instagram uh, at Hannah Fortune Dang Art. Man. It's all one thing, um, and uh, I have a website as well. My portfolio website is uh, Hannah Fortune dot Art. So it's another easy one to get to. Um, i would oh, love yeah. it yeah if you check out my stuff i do lots of illustrations and D D artworks and anime stuff yeah
0: awesome well all the links that they have said will be in the again the description of the episode so please guys go follow the go follow the twitter go to the websites go check out hannah's art check out everything mm-hmm. about this game i am stoked and if, if i'm saying i'm stoked dude you guys need to be stoked on this horror game. I'm a huge horror buff, so to see this come out and to hear the concept for the game itself, I'm I am just raving right now. And <laughs> thank you guys for coming on to the WASD and Beyond podcast once again. So well, thanks for having us. Awesome. Thanks for having us. So yeah, much. this was awesome. So again, anytime
2: we'll, we'll come hang out,
0: dude. If you guys have more <laughs> updates, some
2: updates in the future,
0: yeah. If you guys ever want to hop on again for more updates, just let me know. And just we'll do another episode like this. Well, just, uh, hopefully Evan will be here that way you guys can uh, pick his brain as well I'm sure he'll have a meltdown hearing what you guys are talking about he'll be, he'd be so stoked he'd be so stoked That's but uh, cool. yeah guys thanks for checking out the episode again please check out our sponsors we got uh, Final Boss and you got Doc Longy both have drops right now uh, Doc Longy and Final Boss's drops are ending on Wednesday I believe so get those shirts and merch and flags and everything while you can please join the uh, Spawn Camp Discord where you can keep up to date with us And everyone else, oh, oh, yeah, a little bit of butler action in the background. (laughs) You guys can't see it, but I can check out the Fear FX 2 page on Twitter. Check it out. (laughs) Keep up to date. You're not going to want to miss this shit. Again, guys, hop into the Discord. Meet us. Talk to us. And hop into their Discord. Links are in the description. Until next time. See? Stuttering again. You guys got me nervous. You guys got me nervous. It's fine. Until next time, everybody. Take it easy and be safe. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.